Stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Katana. I'm your host, the old man. I'm Ruby. And I'm Jade Fire. And together we are venturing through the Word of God, sharpening our minds and hearts, and growing closer to Him every day. Um, and this week we are going through Second Timothy, chapters 1 through 4. Who's excited? Me! That's what I like to hear, even if you are lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're going to start with Second Timothy, chapter 1. Who would like to share the first part? Highlight. Me, because I have chapter, or chapter, verse 3. Um, I thank God, whom I serve, as my forefathers did, with a clear conscience at this night and day, I consistently remember you in my prayers. Um, mainly, I don't quite understand what forefathers mean. Ancestors. Oh, that, that verse is really neat, though. Nice. Okay. All right, someone else can go then. All right, I'll go with verse one. You know one. how I knew it? I mean, I already knew it meant ancestors. You know why else I knew it meant ancestors? Why? Because my translation here specifically calls it ancestors. Wait, <laughs> I'm reading NIV. I know, I have a different version of the NIV on here. There are more than one. That doesn't make sense. Anyway. Okay, Um, Second Timothy verse one is my highlight. From Paul, an apostle of Jesus the Messiah, appointed by God's pleasure to announce the wonderful promise of life found in Jesus the anointed Messiah. What does it mean, Paul, an apostle of Jesus the Messiah, appointed by... What does it mean, appointed by God's pleasure? By the will of God. It was God's will to appoint Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus. So, it was God's will to make him, like, an apostle of Jesus? Yes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Because God has a plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was his will to have Paul, who was persecuting Christians, to become a chief apostle. <laughs> okay. Do you have a highlight, old man? Oh. Do you? Yeah, I do. Good. All right. So, yeah, I have uh, verse 7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Why did you highlight that? Uh, it's just because it can be very easy to be timid sometimes or to be fearful. What does timid mean? Um, shy. Kind of reluctant to act. Shy, af- afraid to go forward things, approach people, whatever. Um, but we have, but that's not what the spirit of God is, right? It's not timid. We have that spirit, which is a spirit of power and love, so we can love others, and self-discipline, so we can control ourselves. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah, I just, it's it's an encouraging thought because I, in my life, I've definitely been on the more timid side in a lot of areas, I think. So it's just, it's a good reminder that I have the Spirit of God, and that gives me power, because it's God's power, right? And so I don't have, there's no reason to be timid or anxious or anything like that. And I have that power to love and to discipline, too. So, like, I don't have to be a slave to my body's random desires or wants, of like sugar, for example. <laughs> so, 
That actually reminds me of a little thing that I saw at the at the county fair. Um, someone had a little project that said needs um versus wants, and needs are food, water, and that sort of stuff. And then like wants is like um sugar, candy, all sorts of not want need stuff. Video games. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you left that one out. Well, it wasn't on the board, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, because those are, those are needs and wants, right? Like, there's a difference between them. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, you still don't need water or food, but you need them to live. Sure. What do we need the most, though? God and the Bible yes. and Jesus. God was the answer I was looking for. You're good. You don't have to throw a big <laughs> wide net. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other highlights? Yes. All right. I have... Go ahead, Ruby. I have a highlight in verse 15. It says, "It says perhaps you've heard that Philegius and Hermeneges and all the believers of Asia have deserted me because of my imprisonment. Um, I've got a couple things. Why did they have such weird names back then? Like Phygellus and Hermogenes. They're weird to you because you're not used to them because they're not the normal thing now. Do you think your name would probably be weird well your name in particular probably wouldn't be but so many of our names that we have today would probably be weird to them huh. just like if you went to a different country a lot of our names would sound funny huh. versus people from another country having names because they were in another country not only in another country but another time because even now we have names that aren't as weird sounding quote-unquote but would still be like that's kind of an interesting name because like you don't what? hear people i don't know just names you don't hear as often anymore because they're old-fashioned but they usually come back around later <laughs> and my other thing is why did the believers of asia desert him because of his imprisonment i mean a lot of people would desert things when trials come that's a common theme something bad happens oh he's telling them not to do that yeah hold fast to jesus and god just because i got in prison does not mean his story isn't true and that he doesn't have power okay does that make sense Yes. Okay. Um, Jadefire, did you have another highlight? Yes, I did. It's more of a takeaway. Um, like for when we do takeaway. Uh, verse seven. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. This sounds familiar. Very. What do you mean? Did you listen to my highlight? Oh yeah. <laughs> I listen. I mean, yours says timidity instead of just sure. timid, but. Wow. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I mean, mainly mean like that as a takeaway because of um self discipline. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Which is what I was saying when I talked about sugar. Remember? Mhm. <laughs> so that will be my takeaway for today. Good. I might even more have one more than. That's fine. All right. Um. Any other do highlights? Do you have any more highlights? I do not. I do not. That was my one highlight. Well, I already have. I don't have any more than my two. Do you, Jay Fire, have any more highlights? Um. No. Okay, let's move on to Second Timothy two. My highlights are the last uh, last handful of verses. So if you guys want to go first, verse sixteen. I'd like. To go. Okay, go ahead. Um, sixteen. Avoid godless chatter, because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. So yeah, the um, godless chatter. We talked about that last week, two weeks ago. Something I don't like that. It was another. It was a verse in one of the. Other letters, too. I just can't quite remember what it was. Godless chatter? Um, 
Mine like says empty what? chatter to be specific. Just empty things. The things that don't have to do pertaining to God. Just talking about nonsense and not being focused on him. Like talking about the Bible? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> A lot of people busy themselves with other people's lives and what they do and things like that. <laughs> Spread rumors. Things like that. Alright, um, so... That's my only highlight. Okay. Ruby, any highlights? In chapter 2, yes. Um, I highlighted verse 9. This is the reason I am persecuted and imprisoned by evildoers enduring the suffering of these chains. But the word of God can never be chained. I like how it says at the end, the word of God can never be chained. I just like that. But also, what does it mean, um, evildoers enduring the suffering of these chains? What does it mean they're enduring suffering of those chains? Uh, well, I'm going to read verse 8 and 9 together, since it's one sentence. Okay. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, my good news, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. So he is so dedicated to the good news of Jesus Christ, who got raised from the dead and is descended from David. That's the good news. He is willing to suffer being put in chains like a criminal, even though he's not a criminal. And he's saying, but even though I'm chained, God's word is not. It still goes. It cannot be held down. That's the, yeah. that's the concept of these two verses. Oh, okay. Okay. Is verse 25 in your highlights? Yes. All right, then. I will read All right, highlights. so... I highlighted 22 down, I think. Although they're kind of different highlights, but still. Anyway. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. So yeah, so we just, we're supposed to flee from the desires of youth, so all those foolish desires of our young minds and hearts, to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, right? So we're supposed to be at peace with others that call on the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And we should be loving others and be peaceful as much as we can. Um, and then 23 is a big one for me. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments. So yeah, I used to get sucked into stupid arguments all the time with foolish people, generally. And I ended up looking like a fool or acting like a fool in those stupid arguments. Now, I don't do that as often, at least not out in the world with other people. But somehow, sometime, I still get caught up in stupid, foolish arguments with children. <laughs> Wait, how do you get caught up in stupid, foolish Because arguments? people will try to argue with me, or whatever, and instead of just being like, Hey, no, there's no need for this, just go do it. Or, you don't, fine, if that's what you want to believe or whatever, I can just move on. I don't need to argue my point and go back and forth with people picking apart words or trying to twist things so that they are accurate or whatever. I don't need to deal with that. Maybe, because usually they're not for anything important, these arguments that I have with some people in my house. <laughs> right? Right. So, that's just something I need to be 
weary of still, apparently, because I, I can easily get sucked into them, and it drives mom nuts. <laughs> I've I'm, seen it. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a part of that. Jade Fire is a main culprit of said <laughs> arguments. Hey! I but I'm not going to argue that point. We're going to move on from that. <laughs> And it does say opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to knowledge of the truth. So I need to be gentle when I bring up things to you and be like, here's what it is. If you want to take it with wisdom, do so. If you want to be a fool and just ignore it completely, that is going to be up to you. <laughs> well, it's not helpful when you say you're part of the argument and then like, it's not going to be an argument point. Is that going to be your takeaway? What? I'd please expound upon that rule. <laughs> when you argue, a lot of times you can say your part, and then you might end it. When we don't get a chance to say our part. Alright. Ruby, I think you're missing my point. There's a difference between me having the authority to tell you to do something as a parent, and you needing to submit to that, and me just talking about random things, and somebody deciding to argue those things just for the fun of it, and me getting caught up in it. Which has happened with both of you. Yeah. Can you and explain the is... time to me that you had to argue with me? Do you want me to explain a time? Because you don't like this. I do. <laughs> explain what I'm doing fires tied so I can have the example. Okay. <laughs> It'll be something as simple as I say something and you want to interject Saying, well, not actually this. Like, Jadefire just did this yesterday. Pause the game. Well, you can't really pause the game. That's not the point. Stop oh. playing the game for a little bit. Pause your time playing the game. So you can go do these things. They don't actually have to pause. We don't need a de we don't need a long explanation or debate on how the game doesn't pause. It's not a pausing game. Unless you turn off multiplayer, then it pause. And once again, you're not seeing the point. <laughs> Because that is not what we're talking about. I see the point. And you, not him. Yeah. And, you. and you do the same kinds of things sometimes. Usually yes, for fun, but you go too far. And I allow it to go too far because I get sucked into it. Because I also have a need to explain to you how you're wrong. <laughs> Which is also not right to do. Yeah. For something so stupid. I yeah. never do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't argue. But, but even in the more serious situations, if I tell you to do something, most of the time you just need to go do it. There shouldn't be a debate about it. And sometimes I have specifically said that I'm not looking for defenses, excuses, and explanations. Therefore, there is nothing to say. Because I don't actually care about the events that took place. I am just telling you what you should try to strive to do. Whether you did it in that situation or not, you should always be striving. And it's more of just a reminder and a warning of what can happen if you don't do those things. Do you see if there's any reason to explain yourself in those situations? Well, a lot of the time, when you say something, it sounds very much accusing even though you say you're not. It still feels like you are, you're just claiming you're not. And then, so you want to answer, but you don't let us. Because you feel like it's an accusation does not mean it is an accusation. Your feelings do not dictate reality. So you feel like you need to answer because you're getting defensive, but it really doesn't matter. Because 
if I tell you that I'm not accusing you and I'm just giving you a warning of how you need to behave for the future, that means that I am holding no judgment on you. I will not be using this against you in the future. So there's actually no reason to defend against it, right? Like, what would be the point? You don't need to change my mind because there's nothing to be changed. But even if I thought that, I am not going to act upon it because I have now said it does not matter. I have thrown it away. Kind of like, bear with me, I'm not saying I'm God, but kind of like with God remembering sins no more, right? Yes, you have sinned against me, but if you're cleansed of that sin, we're throwing it out. I'm not going to bring it up again. That you're still accusing them of that because... I'm not accusing. You think I'm accusing. But even if I was saying that you did these things, I am telling you out in public to each other so we all under the agreement that I am not saying you did this thing, but you need to make sure you're not doing these things. So it would be like, hey, don't run in the street. You didn't run in the street, but I'm still going to tell you so that you know for the future not to run in the street. But like, well, that'd be a stupid point. I'd, I would argue. I'd say I wouldn't run in the street, but then you'd have to say, but it's just for the well. Right, because when you because when you were younger. You didn't know better to not run in the street. So well, you yeah, need to be told. How supposed to know a car would kill me? Exactly. So I am just trying to help give you a straight path to walk on to be more successful in life when I tell you these things. Okay? okay. If I'm accusing you, I definitely accuse you and be like, hey, you did this thing. Don't do this thing. When I say, hey, I'm not saying you did this thing, but just make sure you're not doing this thing. means... It's possible some people saw it that way, so maybe you should seek reconciliation with them, but also just make sure you're not doing the thing, right? Okay. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. And yeah, we're supposed to gently instruct them so that hopefully they'll repent and then escape the trap of the devil, right? Because yep. they don't, if they're going to continue on their way, then they're stuck in the trap, and well, that's on them. We've tried to help them, but a lot of times yelling at them or being super harsh is not the way to go, so... Let's not let's Actually, not pull a Miguel from across the Spider Verse situation. <laughs> he, was, he was very harsh. <laughs> Why won't you listen to me? We keep chasing him for a while before that, so it's like, dude. Why? Well, he wasn't chasing him beforehand. He was yet he got after him right off the bat, but he was very harsh right from the bat. He was he started angry at him. There was no gentleness. Are we gonna cut this bit out as well? I don't know. Well, I think it's relatable because I can fall into Miguel's trap a lot. I really, You're I actually as found. As harsh as Miguel, I felt Miguel on a lighter scale. Right, but I've definitely felt Miguel. like I related to that character the most, unfortunately, because <laughs> I see myself in that. Because he had experienced things, so he's very sure he's right, and because he's sure he's right, then whatever he does to prevent those things must be right, because that is a bad thing that must be stopped. And so he's fully convinced of it, and he has no time. He deems he has no time to be gentle and just get straight to the point. Unfortunately, it's actually causing more problems because if he was gentle to start with, maybe he could have gotten through, not saying that he's right, but like if he was right to convince Miles, right? <laughs> so yeah. anyway, did you want to, did you want to bring up your part from 25 at all, Ruby? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Then we will move on to chapter three. Which I highlighted. I highlighted verse five. I highlighted down to verse five. I have no so highlight. did you highlight verse 5? Yeah. I have no Alright, well, just try to join in the conversation. So, chapter 3, um, verses 1 through 5, I believe. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful. What's boastful? Do you know? Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> Isn't it kind of like being proud? Kind of. Proud is the next one on here, well, so it's not quite the same. Boastful is like, if you do something, like, we've got dogs in our house. Say we locked up a dog. We Like, this is an example, but really dumb. Like, someone could be like, I locked up this dog by myself. Yes, that would be boasting. Look at me. Look how great I just did these things. Isn't this so cool? Aren't I so awesome? That'd be boastful. Proud is just believing that stuff, pretty much. Yeah, I thought it was pretty much... Just... Um... <laughs> So yeah, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous. We've talked a lot about slander before. Do you remember Jade Fire about slander? Okay, that's just saying things about people that isn't necessarily true. Bad things about people. That's right. Um, slanderous, without self-control, brutal. Do you know what brutal means? Um. Beating people up? No, that's abusive. Yeah. Brutal just means to be extra harsh. It doesn't necessarily have to be physically. A lot of times it's physically, but it does not have to be. Um, not lovers of the good. Treacherous. Rash. Conceited. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Have nothing to do with such people. Why did you highlight verse 5? Uh, but... Well, the reason I have it, I'm going to read it really quick because it's a little different yep. than yours. It says, they may pretend to have a respect for God, but in reality, they want nothing to do with God's power to stay away from people like these. What does hmm. it mean, like, why would they even look like they're Christians if they're not really Christians? What's the point of that? Well, that's what the Pharisees were doing, basically. Not looking like Christians because they didn't believe in Christ, right? Or being Christ the Savior. But, like, they looked holy. They presented themselves as holy, but they were wrong, right? So do these people believe that they're... Yeah, there's plenty of people that might be putting on airs, trying to look like they're good people and godly people, but just doing it for their... Some people do it for money. What? Some people will preach the word of God just to make money. Be like, give me your money. Tithe lots and lots of money so that we can do all these great things for God. Like look... So yeah, they get rich off of it. So that's another reason to pretend to be godly. Now... When I read this, having a form of godliness in the one I read, and so yours might be the right interpretation about just being like looking like they're godly people, but in my mind, having a form of godliness, and you're probably right actually, but when I read it, my thought went to how we have a form that reflects God. All of us do. We were all created in God's image. Doesn't matter if we're Christians or not, right? We were created in his image. So we reflect who God is in a way, even if we're not Christian. But even when we have that appearance, we can still deny its power and turn away from him, right? Yep. So that's what that's how I saw this, but yours is probably more accurate. But I don't know. I mean, mine's probably accurate too. I just I misinterpreted it. So. I see. Um, Why'd you highlight the other four? Uh, just it was just a very good warning, and it, you can see it today. You can see how people chase money, how people are boastful and proud. Like everybody, there's there's a lot of this. People don't obey their parents, right? I'm not boastful and proud. I'm <laughs> okay, just awesome. Okay. Lord, it's so hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Um, that's a song. Um, but yeah, without love, people don't love. They're unforgiving, so they won't forgive people when they've done things, right? Just all this stuff. Slanderous, no self-control. They're super harsh and brutal. Like They'll just hurt people or hurt people with words or just come up with very severe, brutal punishments for minor things because they're unforgiving, right? Um, they think themselves great and they just chase after anything that makes them feel good 
lovers of pleasure. So yeah, it's just, we see this all the time. Like, we definitely see that this is true. <laughs> and it says, there will be terrible times in the last days. And this is a, to me, this is a clear indication that we are in the last days, and we have been for a long time. Like, a lot of people thought the last days would be more of a, it'll be, like, more obvious, and it'll be this big thing that comes later. But I think the last days pretty much started after Christ left. But that's been a long time. For us, it's, you know, super long, whereas many people are like, well, it's just going to be for a little while, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lifetime instead of lifetimes, generations. It's just a lifetime. Because <laughs> he also said he'd be back soon, right? <laughs> back soon. Not back soon back soon you sure? <laughs> but anyway um so yeah it's just i i, I we ha- or have clear indications that we are in the last days and we have been for many 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 years in my mind that's what i see i could be wrong but that's what i believe the bible has been telling us uh, and it's just good to be warned about the behavior it wasn't saying we're doing this stuff it's just saying we shouldn't do these things mm-hmm. and we shouldn't associate with those people <laughs> Bring it back around. Uh, ooh, somebody's getting brutal and abusive. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have anything you want to add to that, Jade Fire? Um, not really. No. Okay. Uh, did you have a highlight you wanted to share beyond five, Ruby? Uh, no. 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 Okay. I did have another highlight I wanted to share. Uh, verse seven: Always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. There's so many people that constantly seek out knowledge. They want to learn all kinds of things. And sometimes they're seeking out false knowledge too and just trying to create, like, find evidence of the beliefs they hold because they're not actually proven. So, like, but they don't want to, they don't want to come to a knowledge of the truth. They don't want to know the truth. So they're going to seek out all these other knowledges, which might not even be totally true. They just reject it because they are afraid of accepting that God is real. I see. And it can be frustrating because you can, if you know the truth and you listen to people, like you, you watched a video I know not terribly long about a person talking to people about God and evolution and all that stuff. Evolution. And, yeah. and the way they would, you would listen to the people try to talk themselves around God. <laughs> and they start to, if you know what you're looking for, they start to sound kind of ridiculous because they're trying so hard to avoid the truth the truth <laughs> yeah in the beginning or like not like the new world but in the beginning of the episode or the movie um he was asking a bunch of people like and one guy was like uh, it's it's true it's a fact and then, evolution is a fact yeah and then later on he's like well, maybe it's a belief <laughs> It's definitely a belief. There's nothing actually, like, it's not proven without a doubt, right? Yeah, he was trying to prove to all of them it takes faith to do evolution and it takes faith to do God. You should do faith in God. It's really interesting because a lot of times we hold on to these things that were taught as quote-unquote fact when we're young, right? Um, like in school, when I when I did go to elementary school before I was homeschooled, um, they taught about evolution and dinosaurs. And in the books talked about how they're millions and billions of years old, right? Without a blink. Well, they don't say, well, it's believed that they're this many years old. It's believed that, you know, whatever. They just say that it is, that they existed this time ago. But that's not necessarily true. There's some evidence supposedly pointing at it, but some of that same evidence has been refuted by other things. So when you get down to it, evolution comes to this belief that in the Big Bang Theory, which is called the Big Bang Theory, not the Big Bang Fact. It's an important thing. <laughs> It's also the theory of evolution, not the fact or law of evolution. But it's taught as fact. But anyway, so you have this theory that there was a Big Bang that 
brought our universe into existence. But like to have an explosion, you need stuff to exist to explode. And what created the stuff to exist that exploded into everything else? And and how and how did that stuff get there to explode? And how did the stuff that got there to explode like how did that get there? Like you just you can't. There's no answer. You just have to keep going backwards to randomness. Somehow doesn't make any sense. Whereas the same is true for religion. If you believe in multiple gods or gods or one god or whatever, right? Where did God come from? You don't really have an answer, right? I guess. But either way, like a lot of times science, the people that believe evolution, I'm not that I disagree with science, but because science isn't something you can disagree with. Science is the act of learning things. It's not actually like a, people treat it like a religion basically. But like science, the, the people that follow the science religion would say evolution is true, right? Big Bang is true. And f- people that believe in God have a faith and faith isn't believing in science. But you have to have a faith to believe in this Big Bang theory that happened and that things just happen to come together. Like, that's also faith-based, because where did it come from? And what makes more sense? Something randomly exploded and created an Earth that people can live on and grow on and become human and all that stuff? That's perfect distance from the sun to support life? And that the perfect situations came to create the thing that evolved into the other thing that evolved into the other thing that eventually became us? Or... That somebody actually designed it. Somebody designed it. Because how many things do we have even now that we can point to that says, oh, that got created by accident. How many houses can you point to that's like, oh, it just the things just fell together in the right order? Yeah. Um, also, like, if you're not in particular, if you don't know which one to believe. I just think, what's after, if you believe in evolution, what, what's happened? The earth just ends. You're dead forever. So would you rather go with the zap? Or would you rather go with awesome eternity like even if it's just what you want or desire yeah that's an, you better that's, go with god yeah and that's another thing that people have often argued with they're like okay so let's say you're right there's no god so what's the worst that happens to me i've wasted some time reading the bible and i've led a probably healthier and more fulfilling life in some way because i'm more kind or or i try to be or, you know like i try to follow his mm-hmm. thing although some people debate on that but anyway so I've wasted some time, and maybe I'm putting some extra restrictions on my life for the brief amount of life I have on this earth before I just cease to exist. I've not really lost much in that. But if you're wrong about evolution being true, and I'm right, then I have an eternity in heaven waiting for me, and you have an eternity that's going to suck. Might as well go with the other. Hmm? So might as well go with God. Right. But so many people are chasers of pleasure. That they want to get as much out of this life as they can before they're gone. Because there's nothing after that. But a lot of times people that don't believe in God, the older they get, the more depressed they become. Because they are starting to come to terms more and more with their mortality. Because they're not going to live forever. And they'll do all kinds of weird things like try to make sure that they leave a mark on this earth. Like having children or making great strides in business so they have a statue or whatever so that they last forever. But it doesn't matter because they won't exist anymore. So even if they somehow achieve that, it's still empty. Uh-huh. And it's just a chasing after the wind. <laughs> it's just pointless, right? Did you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah. Um, it's about... Um, uh, so everybody who... Alright, it's about the evolution versus God theory. Yeah. Or not theory. Um. Debate. Debate, yeah. Anywho, he was basically saying, asking them to make something nothing yeah definitely there's a good argument because i pointed at this right the houses things like that they're made with thinking 
mm-hmm. and design and all that. It's not just random happenstance. It doesn't just come together. And I think I've told you about this before too, but like they'll just say, well, if you give things enough time, anything can happen, which is why they say that it took billions of years for us to evolve the way we did, right? They just keep pushing it back further to give us more time to have become who we are. But it doesn't make any sense because we also have laws of reality that we believe in at least, like entropy, which is everything is headed towards disorder and uh, disintegrates and falls apart more. Um, like, and I, the example I used before is like the deck of cards and you throw them out of an airplane and an infinite number of times hoping to spell out your name. Well, that didn't work because they all spread out. So saying it just needs more time is like flying higher to throw out those cards because it needs more time as it falls down. But what happens? They go further apart because they have more time to spread out <laughs> and flow on the wind. They go further. They become more disorganized. Well, some people probably would say, um, well, they need a million years here. Or something well, that's like that. saying fly higher. Like as high until it like falls down for a million years. It doesn't have to. This is an example. This is showing, like, it's using height. Let's, let's say every hundred feet is a million years, okay? okay? That's basically what we're doing. Okay. Saying we need more time, more years, is just saying fly higher. And flying higher is just more disorganized. The more time we have, the more things fall apart. Yeah. People right. don't like to see that. And they think they're progressing and becoming more sophisticated and whatever, just because we have more technology and whatnot. But So, if we evolved from monkeys... And ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> and we just continue to evolve. Why aren't we evolving now? Because it needs a lot of time. We're, we are evolving. It's just that we have to get those jumps in there. I don't know. It needs to be another like billion years before we evolve into the next stage or something. So you can't see what happened before. You can't see what happens <laughs> You can't observe it, you mean? Correct. Correct. So we can't prove it? Correct. Time, yeah, you in, can't. Kind of like in the. You can't the see what. Things that I watch. Yeah. You can't see what happens. Like, you can't see Bigfoot or how the monkeys evolved into that. And you're just here as a person, like everybody else. But you can't see if you evolve after. Yep. They try the same trick with all kinds of stuff. They'll be like, well, in so many years, these things will happen because of this. And then they, those years go by and things haven't quite progressed the way they said they would. And they're like, well, in so many years now... Because we haven't done these things, this will happen. And they keep changing it all the time. They keep moving the goalposts, which is just proof that they have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) Or they do know what they're talking about, and they're just lying. One or the other. (laughs) All right. Um, After that fun tangent. Oh, yeah, that was all based off of seven. Looking for the truth. Uh, Finding knowledge. Um, You said you you guys had no more highlights in chapter three, right? Correct. So then I also highlighted the end of chapter three. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So we're equipped by the word of God, which we also learn in Ephesians, right? The belt of truth. Yeah. We're equipped by his word, the sword of the spirit. So yeah, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful but for teaching and rebuking. So like everything we need... To use to teach people, to rebuke them, to correct them, to help them live righteously and ourselves righteously is all here in the Bible, right? We have what we need. God has spoken to us here. Now, some people will say that this is all we need then. And so then God doesn't communicate in any other way. Like he won't communicate through prophecy or dreams or a voice or a feeling or anything like that. I disagree with that. But there are plenty of Christians that I that would 
disagree with what my stance on on that, right? It just really matters. Right, but my point is, is that like even it's very important though that if you do believe that God can speak to you, or you get a dream, or whatever, a feeling that you don't just go off of that, you still need to know God's word. So many other people, not like that, don't that see it the way that I do. That God can speak that way. Forget about the important part that you still need the Bible to test the spirits. Because there's also a verse about that. Test the spirits. You don't just accept everything that comes on your way. You test it. Make sure that it is coming from God and not from something else. Not your own heart, which could be deceitful. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's just very important that you know the word of God and you go back to it on a regular basis. Because if you don't go back to it, you're not going to know it. You're going to forget it. And you're going to easily go crooked in your path. Like we all go crooked in our path still anyway. But you're going to more likely go crooked. <laughs> And the Bible will help you get back on that path. Chapter 4. Who has highlight? Because this time I have nothing. I had a bunch of highlights in the last chapter and some in the one before that. So now I'm, I'm at a loss. I highlighted verse 6. And now the time is fast approaching for my release from this life. And I am ready to be offered as a sacrifice. What does it mean he's ready to be offered as a sacrifice? I think he's just saying that his time is nearing... Like, it's time to be done on the earth, pretty much. Mm. Like, his, his ministry and his life and stuff are heading towards an end. For I'm already being, mine says, for I'm already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. And then the following verse says, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. So this sounds very much like the final destination he's he's looking towards. Whether it's like soon, as in like a couple days, or soon as in, you know, 30 years, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I also highlighted verse 14. You need to know that Alexander the jeweler has done me great harm. May our Lord give him what he deserves for all he has done. Um, what does it mean, like, he needs to get what he deserves? Is that, like, um, isn't that kind of cruel instead of saying he gets what he deserves instead of be like, pray for him to, you know, get to know Christ? Um, he's just saying the Lord will repay him for what he's done, never mind. Like, he's just saying this is a fact, don't pray for it. He's not saying, telling people to pray for it or anything, he's just like, he will get what's coming to him for what he did. Instead of saying that, it'd be more helpful to be like, pray for him to... Uh, I think he's just assuring people. So, like, people oh, want they... justice. So, like, he's just being like, hey, this guy did bad. Be careful of him, because he says that in the next verse. Be weary of him, because he's a strong oh, opponent to what we're teaching. And God will repay him, because God does repay us. Like, he lets us do what we want, and we suffer the consequences of our actions. Okay. He lets that happen all the time. You think that's cruel? No. Okay, so so like even he, we could still be saved, but we still have consequences for the things that we have done. Okay. Well, for example, sense. let's say that you sin by harming yourself and abusing illegal drugs, and then you get out of it without ever having been caught by the police and never going to jail. You know what? You still have consequences. Your body has still been screwed up by your use of drugs. Mm -hmm. You will still have to suffer and deal with that and that possible addiction wanting to creep on all the time. Because you did those things. Yeah, I don't really want to do drugs. I'm just, like I, that's great. I hope you never do drugs. I'm just saying, like, that's a thing. Like, the consequences can come even without us ever actually having seen them. Okay. 
ourselves. Those are my only two highlights. Streetfire, do you have any? Uh, no. All right. Well, let's move on to application then. On chapter one, verse seven. For God did not give through... uh, um, For God did not give... Okay, I'm just going to read my application. Self-discipline and... Yeah, just self-discipline. Yep, for this... And and where does that discipline come from? God? Me? Or what? I'm not quite sure. Like, self-discipline from me. You can do that on your own? No. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. The power for that comes from the spirit that dwells within us. So you need to be turning to him. You can't just do it on your own, right? Right. Because it's also a fruit of the spirit, right? And the spirit is in us. This is all about the spirit again. <laughs> the spirit is key. You need the you need the spirit. Uh, Ruby, your application. Um, I think mine's probably... What chapter do you, do you have Like a lot of it highlighted at the very end? Chapter 2? Flee yeah. the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness. Uh, do not have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know yes, they produce that's... quarrels. Yeah, that's yeah, this mine. is mine too. Actually, mine's kind of bold of yours because I highlighted both of these things for myself. Uh, yeah, that's my application. Because, yeah, uh, and, and opponents must be gently instructed. doesn't say gently opposed. doesn't say attacked. It doesn't say debated. It says gently instructed. So you're supposed to teach so that hopefully they will repent and move on like come back to god or come to Mm -hmm. god get it escape the trap of the devil so yeah instructing gently is something i need to remember not getting caught up in stupid arguments with my children (laughs) and anybody else um and also to not be timid because i have the spirit of god i have that power with me and i can love because of him it's mostly the just not be timid part So, that is a wrap on that. Um, before we close out with prayer, I just want to say thank you for listening, everyone. Um, and also, we finally set up an email. So, if you have any comments or concerns or corrections to the things that we are discussing here, because we could be off in areas or just can flesh out some things better, um, or if you just want to just encourage us, um, please reach out. The email is Hunter. No, yeah, hunterfieldmanor at gmail.com. So H-U-N-T-E-R-F-I-E-L-D-M-A-N-O-R at gmail.com. And just put Spirit Katana somewhere in the subject so that it can be found easier. Thank you. All right. And Ruby, I believe it is your turn to close this out. Okay. Dear God, please help Jade Fire with getting better at self-discipline. And please help me and the old man to um, just to encourage her, um, or to, what is the word? Uh, <laughs> not get caught up in stupid arguments. Not to get caught up in stupid arguments. And to gently instruct. Yeah, not to get caught up in stupid arguments and to gently instruct. Um, please help us have a good rest of our week. And uh, amen. Amen. amen.